There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. After more than half a century as Prince of Wales, 73-year-old Prince Charles has officially become King Charles III. Yep. He's now the oldest person ever to assume the British throne, uh, but weirdly, he's still too young to be a U.S. president. The Queen's passing has had a profound effect on people all over the world, including the former king of Kardashian, Kanye West. He posted this on Instagram. He wrote, life is precious, releasing all grudges today and leaning into the light. And then posted two photos of the Queen as a young woman. Who would have guessed that this is what it would have taken to calm Kanye down? Makes me wonder if Pete Davidson killed the Queen, you know? Some business news, uh, Uber Eats just announced that they're going to start testing out driverless delivery. Driverless delivery cars are incredible. They even programmed to say, wow, two orders from Popeyes in one day. <laughs> yeah, weather-wise, this is my favorite kind of September day. Mix of sun and clouds, a slight chance of a shower, but you're high right around 72 perfect degrees. That ain't bad, is it? 61 now. Very nice. So you probably heard about the double rainbow that appeared over Buckingham Palace right around the time Queen Elizabeth died on Thursday. But there's also this really cool picture floating around that this woman took about the same time in Britain. It looked like a silhouette of the Queen wearing one of her trademark hats. It's a cloud that looks like the Queen. Oh. Really? So you've seen clouds before that look like dogs sure. or look like this Bunny one. Rabbits right, right. right. Yeah. This one looks like the Queen wearing one of her trademark hats. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to put this up. I'll find it. Check it out. Everybody is reporting that King Charles asked Prince Harry not to bring Meghan Markle to Balmoral on Thursday. Might not be the story everybody's making it out to be. There is tension there, yes. But Charles only wanted very close family there at the time. Prince William's wife, Kate, didn't go either. But William, Kate, Harry, and Meghan did emerge from Windsor Castle together on Saturday to view tributes people had left and speak with mourners who were gathered outside. Now, the funeral takes place one week from today, Westminster Abbey. So people have been also wondering what's going to happen to her beloved dog. She's got four corgis. Yeah. They're going to go live with Prince Andrew. Oh. 
Andrew and his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson, are going to take care of Muick and Sandy. Andrew and Fergie still live together, even though they divorced back in 1996. Wait a minute. Really? What? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Do they have, are they in a palace with like separate wings? I guess. They, they, I guess. They That's gotta. so weird. Yeah. So weird. I didn't even know she was in a palace. Yeah. After they divorced. Well, I don't know if they're in a palace. I'm not sure where they live. They got to be. Oh. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Wow. Some apartment around the corner from Downing Street? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're not sharing 500 square yeah. feet, that's for sure. Wow. So, we know two of the dogs are going there. We don't know where the other two are going. What a weird arrangement. Yeah. I know. Now I got to look that up. Yeah. And why yeah. isn't that on the crown? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have got here yet. Yeah, give it time. Give it time. Yeah, wow. So this is kind of funny. Cher tweeted out a tribute to Queen Elizabeth and meant to call her a goat, greatest of all time. But she used a cow emoji instead. Oh, geez. So that's an oops. And then there's a tea bag that was supposedly used by the queen and smuggled out of Windsor Castle back in 1998. Just sold on eBay for $12,000. Wow. Mm. I know. It was neat, though, to see all four of them together again. You know, Prince William and Prince Harry and their wives yeah. kind of like just out there with everyone. That it even neat. looked like they were doing a little small talk. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You wonder, could you read their lips? No, but it seemed like they were trying to make it work. <laughs> but they the also moment. said that William invited them, right? Didn't he invite them to come and be a part of the whole thing? Which I felt was a very nice gesture. I think you kind of have to, you know. Yeah. It's classic. Gotta put they it, said put Megan stuff was uh, hugging people as well. Kind of like hugging some of the people in front of the palace. Stop trying so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disney's massive D23 Expo went down this weekend in Anaheim. And there were a ton of announcements and trailer debuts and special guests to fanboy over or fangirl. And uh, one of the biggest was Harrison Ford, who showed up to hype the fifth Indiana Jones movie. And he actually got pretty emotional talking about it, especially since this is going to be his last. Indiana Jones movies. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They are about mystery and adventure, but they're also about heart. <laughs> we have a really human story, a movie that will kick your ass. (laughs) I'm delighted to be here again. This is it. (laughs) I will not fall down for you again. (laughs) Yeah, he also said, thank you for making these films such an incredible experience for all of us, giving us the opportunity to make these films for you. And he praised his co-star Phoebe Waller-Bridge for making this one so special. 
Uh, he was reunited with uh, Ki Hoi Kwan, who played short round in Indiana Jones ah. in the Temple of Doom 38 years ago. That's funny. Uh, he was at D23 because he's joining the cast of the Disney Plus show Loki. Wow. You know, it's crazy because they've been running all of the Indiana Jones movies. They've been doing marathons and one of the cable channels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sean Connery played his dad in one of them. And it's so that. cool because I think he might just be older than Sean Connery was. Was when they filmed that movie. Yeah, when they filmed that. That's funny. Yeah, Harrison's up there. Yeah. So the Emmys are tonight. New York Post, in honor of that, put together a list of what show is the best one for you to be watching based on your Zodiac sign. Oh, fun. Oh. Okay. All right. So Aries should be binging Squid Game. I'm mm. sorry. <laughs> Not your thing. Uh, Taurus, Yellow Jackets, Gemini, Stranger Things. Ugh, no, thank you. I know. Cancer, What We Do in the Shadows. Leo, Abbott Elementary, Virgo, Only Murders in the Building. Here you go, Libra. You get a fun one. Pam and Tommy. Hmm. <laughs> I tried to watch that. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. No. Like it's, yeah. It was yeah. okay. I watched a couple of episodes, but fell off. Scorpio, Ozark. Sagittarius gets a good one. Ted Lasso. That's a great one. Capricorn, Succession, Aquarius, Euphoria, and Pisces, Better Call Saul. Hmm. I'll tell you what, House of the Dragon, last night's episode, there will be people talking about what happened last night in a very big way today. I don't know how much I can say without doing a spoiler alert, but holy crap. Well, we're not going to watch it, so go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Something juicy and steamy that you've kind of seen coming. Happens. Happens. It's like you've seen it coming and you're kind of like, no, I don't think. Will they? Oh, they probably will. Will they do that? Will they really do that? Oh, they will do that. Does somebody hook up with the dragon? I'm just not. (laughs) (laughs) Dragon porn. That's it. You've got it. You heard it here first. Now we're in. (laughs) That's what it takes. I know. That's like I was telling Jen, like I've been watching The Crown and and, uh, we were all talking about, do you think you'll like it? I don't know if you'll like it or not. But every time I tell somebody about it, I'm like, there's no sex. There's no like. (laughs) There's nothing steamy and juicy. There's like one half of a sex scene where like the photographer, Margaret's husband, like hooks up with somebody. And that's like. A little bit, but right. other than that, it's just all. This is a double whammy wow. that happened last night. That was it was like, oh no, yeah. All right. Well, if you're one of those people who love to devour an entire season of a show in one sitting, we have some potentially bad news for you this morning. Netflix might start moving to a classic one episode per week format, at least for some shows. Now, I can tell you. You don't need to worry. They're not going to do that for season five of Stranger Things. But the reality is Netflix is facing so much more competition now with all the other streaming services ramping up their original content. And they feel that the weekly format will keep viewers engaged over longer periods of time. And the benefit to that is it allows fans to discuss theorize, predict, and, of course, pick apart the show along the way. Mm -hmm. 
But that is part of it. And it allows word of mouth to grow so that a show can kind of gain popularity, momentum as it progresses. And from a viewer standpoint, it cuts down on spoilers. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. You have it. Hmm. Well, you know, actors often learn new skills to play parts in movies, right? Right. Singing, dancing, horseback riding, ice skating. But this one might just be a first. Daniel Radcliffe got the lead in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, and he learned how to play the accordion. That's cool. He said, nobody asked me to, by the way. It was entirely self-inflicted. I mean, if you're playing Al, what else am I doing? You've got to make an honest attempt. He even got critiques from Weird Al himself. He says, my most common note was, please pump more. Huh. Weird, the Al Yankovic story hits Roku channel on November 4th. You remember when Michael Douglas played Liberace? Yes. Is is he a piano player? I don't know. That's hard to fake, I would think. And those are the worst fakes, too. Because that's actors sometimes overdo it when they try to fake playing the piano. Right. And it just looks cheesy as all get out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's your latest E-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with tickets to Black Bear this Wednesday night at the Energy Brady Music Center. But first, to check the roads, we got Denise, and she's got your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Summer's here. You don't want to be running that AC nonstop. Keep that cold air inside with new energy-efficient windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, it's Tim. Call for a free estimate. 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I play on there. I get in fights with kids on there, man. The other day, this little kid called me a fat, man. I got all self-conscious because I'm like, he can't even see me, you know? Like, am I breathing on the microphone heavy or something? Like, how do you know I'm fat, you know? I've been chilling watching daytime TV lately. Anyone not have a job watch daytime TV? It sucks, man. Daytime TV knows you're a loser, dude. Every commercial's like, you need a job. Go to college. So some dude like, man, I used to smoke crap. Now I fix computers. Like, whoa, hang on a second. I, I don't want this dude fixing my computer, you know? I want a nerd. Last month, the guy at Yankee Stadium went viral when he casually took his hot dog out of the bun and used a straw to hollow out the middle of the dog. <laughs> dropped it into his beer cup and then used the dog as an edible straw. Oh, that's funny. So I've never done that with a, done a hot dog. You've never done anything like that before? Not with a hot dog. I'm trying to think if there's any food I've ever used. as Probably a Twizzler. I've used a Twizzler as a straw before. You Is buy, there a hole in the middle? There's a hole that? through the middle, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I yep. didn't know that. Yep. I don't need a lot of Twizzlers. So you just bite off the ends, and there you go. Ready-made straw. Good to go. What did I have? I had some kind of straw in Thailand. Was it a some kind of plant, maybe? Might have been a leaf. A yeah. plant leaf or something that served as a straw. Maybe. For one of their... 
fancy signature cocktails. I love the paper straw thing, you know, eliminating plastic and all that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I love it in theory, but I have yet to find a really great paper straw. They always get get too wet. Yeah. You got to take your own. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not just going to drink it and be done with it, you're going to linger. You're going to carry it around with you all day. Yep. Well, mash.com has a list of 10 foods that make the best edible straws. And the hot dog was number one. And they mentioned that guy at Yankee Stadium. But they claim the inspiration was also cutting back on plastic waste. Sure. Uh, you mentioned Twizzlers. That was number two. Because mm-hmm. unlike the hot dog, this was news to me. They come pre-hollowed out. I didn't know that. Yep, they do. Uh, bucatini pasta. What's bucatini pasta? Uh, it's like a cross between spaghetti and penne. Okay. Pasta. Yeah. Uh, veggie straws. They're like those French fry snacks in the chip aisle. Have you ever seen those? We love them at our house. We eat mm. them all the time. They come in like ranch flavor or cheese. Yeah. I don't think they're made of real vegetables. Uh, no. <laughs> I suppose you can probably make your own, but they have sold Fruit Loops, Cocoa Krispies, and Apple Jacks edible cereal straws. Uh, rolled wafer cookies or barquillos, which are a popular Spanish street food. I guess there are a lot of variations of the cookie from different brands and in flavors like hazelnut, vanilla, chocolate, and lemon. I don't know, but it sounds really good right now. How about Slim Jims? <laughs> they used to do Ugh. a, so and I don't even know if this is still a thing, but they used to do a hollowed out version of the Slim Jim that a lot of people would put in their Bloody Mary. I was just thinking about Bloody Mary. Yeah. Like, that would go perfect with it. It's like the know, ultimate yeah. carnivorous edible straw. I don't know if they still do that version of it, but it was sometimes, you know, when you would go to like the Bloody Mary bar, they would make you one and then put that in there. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever eaten a Slim Jim. I'm so grossed out by the whole thought of it. Oh, really? I've never done it. You've never had a beef stick either? No. Oh, man. Meat's supposed to either be hot or in the refrigerator. That is road trip food right there. (laughs) Yeah, big time. Totally. You grab a couple of those. Sometimes they're two for a dollar for the little ones. Mm-hmm. And that's a sign. <laughs> when you can buy something like that, two for a dollar, I guarantee you that is not a quality oh, food. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> churros. They're sturdy enough to withstand extended periods of being submerged under liquid, but soft enough inside to carve out your straw. Hmm. Cheese sticks. Another one that will require some drilling. <laughs> and Carrots. Finally, an edible straw option that's not terribly unhealthy. Well, what are you drinking with the straws? I guess it's like Vegemite, Sunrich. Because it would be really <laughs> weird to stick your, you know. Remember those cereal straws they would do? That was something else that they made. They made cereal straws that you can drink the milk with. Like after you have cereal, they made a straw, yeah. Mentioned it. Yeah, I missed that part because I was getting John. That's all right. Huh. Uh, but it's a lot easier to get yourself amped up for an awkward drilling session if it's something delicious. Like, I think for carrot straws to catch on, they probably have to be mass-produced that way. You know? Yeah, sounds gross. Maybe you Who's drink- going to spend any time hollowing out a carrot? Are you going to drink ranch <laughs> with it? That would be a good way. <laughs> yes. 
That's so good. Let's go right down into you the Hidden Valley bottle. <laughs> Ranch. It's gross. That sounds awesome. Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is here. Do you drink your beer through a straw, John? Uh, no, it never tastes right if you try that. I've right. done it before, and it just it doesn't it doesn't work. You need you need those kind of bubbles hitting you in the face, and the smell the smell of the beer. I would challenge you to try the hot dog straw, though, just for fun. <laughs> to see what gym. that does for you. Do you ever cook your hot dogs in beer? No, but I know people do oh, that. Oh, yeah, and they yeah. taste good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to tell you that beer prices are on the way up. And, you know, everything else has been going up, so no no big surprise there. Did a report about pet food prices. Uh, we all know about gas and groceries. But the latest this year, what's going on this uh, late summer, early fall? Beer prices. What? Say, Why beer prices? Well, because everything they do is costing more money. Everything they use is costing more money. We went over to Mad Tree, and they're just around that. You could like throw a stone from here and hit Mad Tree Brewing over in Oakley, mm-hmm. and a uh, really neat place. We went in there and we sat down with them, and they actually talked to us about how they're trying to keep the cost down. But it's so tough these days because the cost of the hops and the barley, mm-hmm. all that, the cost of the shipping, cost of labor, and now you're getting a tough time finding carbon dioxide. The bubbles. Those oh, bubbles. Right. I've heard bubbles. About There's this. a shortage yeah. of the carbon dioxide bubbles. You think, why is that? Because we all like breathe out carbon dioxide. Yeah. Uh, but it has to do with the canisters and the shipping. Uh, there's been a shortage of that now for a few months. It's really bad on the East Coast where some craft breweries have actually had to shut down for the month of September because they can't get the carbon dioxide. Wow. If they can, it's super expensive. So that's really hitting them hard. Also, the aluminum cans. There's been an aluminum can shortage now for a year. The prices are high. And the, actually, they yeah. say the, the cans that are the worst that they're running into problems with are the tall, skinny cans. Oh, like and the Nick Ultra and the White Yes, seltzers. that's because yeah. Jen and Fritch and all the women are drinking all the White Claw and all the Truly. <laughs> yes. and, you know, and the tall, All the high news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the tall, skinny cans are in short supply. So what's going on is don't be surprised if your six-pack that was $10 is now $11 or 12 and what some of them are doing is they're making them a four pack. I mean, I went, I was at talk about shrinking. I was buying a six pack of Bells, and Bells is a beer out of Michigan, and it wasn't a six pack; it was a four pack. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! What happened to the other two cans? So, that would infuriate you know, me. I'd be like, what the hell? So that's yeah. what a lot of the craft breweries are doing now. Rather than raise the price of a six pack to like fifteen bucks, and people don't want to pay that. They're making it a, a cute little four-pack for you. So you don't, you know, need as many beers. And they can keep the price down to around 10 to $12. Seems yeah. like every time I read an article about a supply chain shortage, they're blaming it on Ukraine now. Like, uh, yeah, bar- barley, hops, aluminum, aluminum CO2, all comes from Ukraine. <laughs> the, yeah, I read this. I'm like, I didn't know all this stuff came from Ukraine all this time. Really? The CO2 came yeah. from? <laughs> yeah. Aluminum? That's wow. Nice. Just blame it on the Ukraine. <laughs> to just keep in mind, next time that six-pack that used to cost $9 is $14. Now you know why, so you don't waste your money. Speaking of product shrinkage, I was at the store the other day, and I saw one of the toilet paper brands billing its extra-wide roll. I'm like, that's the size they're supposed to be. It's oh, a normal yeah. roll, right. Yep. And I'll bet you that extra-wide 
it still doesn't fit the little toilet paper thing. Oh, like yeah. it's still messed up. The yeah, holder? so it, messed right, up. Because if you look at the holder and you look at how loose your roll of toilet paper <laughs> yeah. is, it's I mean, it's looser and looser. It's thick. You know, they roll mm-hmm. them up so that the rolls are bigger. It's an optical illusion, of course, but like they're never, they're not nearly as wide as they mm-hmm. used to be. They used to be. What close to four and a half yeah, inches, right? Four holder, and a half by and four and a half. Skinny. Yeah, and now they're like maybe three point eight. But you notice that when that thing just rattles just around. On yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. So what do we have coming up next on uh, Nine News at Five? Yeah, coming up later today. Should you repair or replace that broken appliance when that refrigerator quits? Should you get a new one or try to fix it? We'll let you know. And by the way, Jeff. Congratulations on the wedding. Oh, thank you. I haven't saw, seen you since saw, then. I know, because it was Labor Day. Saw the pictures from the lake. Looked beautiful. I'm a married man, John. <laughs> off <Right>. the market. <laughs> thank you. It's 745. Jeff and Jen coming up. we got a brand new second date update. But first, let's check the roads. we got Denise Johnson down the hall here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.